Good morning, Shane. Buenos dias. How are you? How was your weekend? Weekend was weekending. It was um. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, yeah flag football playoffs, so that was fun. Um, we oh, already? Yeah. Flag football playoff. Oh, Jack, our flag football at the Decatur Rec just started yesterday. Okay, yeah, our started about a month and a half ago. Okay, and it's the playoffs. So did they make it or? Oh what? yeah, man, we undefeated. Mm. Oh, you are. I heard the coach was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, they don't like the coach. He go brash. Uh, this was a good game, too, because this was a team that we played before. Mm-hmm. And so they jumped out early, got like a 14-point lead, and their coach was talking trash. Ooh, he was talking trash. Not to me, but to his players. He was like, oh, great job, guys. Way to lock in. Way to show them who we are. Yeah, now we're playing like we supposed to. This side we supposed to play. Yeah, they lost the game uh, 36 oh. to 20. Yeah. 36 to 20. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They scored one more time on a mistake, and then that, and there was nothing after that. We dominated them thorough. The whole well, time. Jackson came, the, he was out there, and I heard this big crack of thunder. And I was like, Oh, he should be here in about 10 minutes. And then it started pouring down raining, and I was like, Where is he? Then I hear another crack of thunder. I was like, Jackson, what happened? Yeah, he said, The first thing he said, they stopped when it was lightning. The first time was just thunder. I'm like, Well, where there's yeah, you can't like have one without the other usually. Um, and then he was like, I said, So what were you doing? He said, We were just still looking over the plays. I was like, Okay, like where were the adults? Like, go home, children. Or where were the parents saying, Yeah, let's get the heck out of here? He came home, he was drenched. So mm. anyway. Um, oh, I went to go see Barbie movie. How was that? It was cute. Margot Robbie is Barbie. <laughs> She's Barbie. Even her hair looked like Barbie's hair, like fake, but fake. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Um, it was cute. Um, my friend's daughter gave it a five out of ten. So. Do you think she is a better Barbie than Reese Witherspoon in oh, her legally, legally blonde days? No, Lynn. I'm just saying, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, she was, was Barbie. Yeah, yeah. She well, was, like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. That was. That was very. She was very Barbie esque. Yeah. So who's the better Barbie, Reese? Well, Barbie was, as far from an aesthetic or standpoint, Margo. Yeah. Margot Robbie. She looks like if your Barbie doll came alive, it would look like Margot Robbie. <laughs> and in the beginning, yeah, but then you know, it was like it was like a. a matrix theme right blue green pill you know what i mean okay she became enlightened and then she was just like you know once you're enlightened you don't want to go back into that box so to speak so um so yeah so yeah but but legally legally blonde that i I love those movies legally i'm in my top 10 movies of all time yeah I'm grown at yo. Don't don't let me flip the tv and see Reese Witherspoon legally blonde (laughs) it's over i'm stopping i'm watching (laughs) Yeah, legally blind is my shit. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the sec I don't remember the second one as much. The second one was when she got the uh she got the job as the internship at the I thought uh, that was the first one. That was the first one. No, no, it's the second one was when she was working at the law firm. She graduated. No, second one second mm -mm. one was law firm and the dude was trying to feel her up. That was the first one. Warner was her boyfriend. He didn't he broke up with her when she was still in college. She thought he was right. going to propose. That's the first get, one. No, then she worked to get that the Harvard the, Law. And then the she right. got into Harvard. 
That and was then, the first one. Exactly. And the second one was when she no, was working They at were the, the interns oh, in the first one. No, they weren't the interns yes, in the first they one. Were. She was, was an attorney in the second one. She was an intern. Lord in the have mercy. One. Okay, hold on. We're going to look it up now. She was an intern in the first one with um Selma, I mean, Selma Blair, who was the girlfriend. Yes. And the girl that they defended was in her, her sorority, and she and they, they she was accused of killing her husband. That right. was the first one. The second one was different. She was an attorney in the second one. The second, man, fuck, you're right. The yeah. second one was when she was in Congress, really, when she was yeah, in Congress I don't, trying I to get I, the, the bill passed. Yeah, and that one was, I don't know how that one was. I think I've only watched that one once. So I don't think that one's the classic that the first one is. is. I thought it was two different movies in my mind. Hopefully they'll make, I think they might be thinking about making another one. Yeah, I heard that they were working on making another yeah. one. So anyway, before I get into the Barbie, um, get into more of it, tell, tell, tell the people who we are, Shane. Oh, man, who are we? We are two uncensored seasoned corporate veterans who are here to uh you know, pass along the lessons learned um over the course of our careers in hopes that you don't make the same mistakes and if you do you can at least smile while you're doing it yes absolutely so all right so so barbie so there were some jokes in there that obviously that, that would go over some people's some you know, the kids' heads, but there was people were laughing. Like the movie, like Barbie and Oppenheimer has brought people back to the theater. Like I couldn't, I had, I had to go at 840 to be able to get seats together. You think it was Barbie and Oppenheimer? Cause I felt like when we started getting the big movies, like the Fast and Furious and all those, people started well, coming back that, to the movie theaters. I think that, they, that Oppenheimer and Barbie have solidified. Like Barbie's been on top for several weeks. Like now the movies are still they're still sold out or close or like the you you look at the seat map and there's like front row and then like one 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 you know what I mean, so it's um, I think that that's solidified it. I think it you know it was like Fast and the Furious. It was um, the uh, Transformers. Uh, Black Panther. Mission Impossible. Yeah, I mean, but Black Panther brought people out, but not that brought out the Black Panther. All the theaters were, it was the movie theater. The parking lot was crowded. When I went, everybody wasn't just going to see two movies. So, and there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing too. But there were a lot of kids in the there were a lot of kids in the theater, and it was at eight forty. So, but there's also so it's been like a women's empowerment. Oh, a pretty there's a cardinal outside my window. Sorry, um, squirrel. Um, like there's a women's empowerment thing going on this weekend because I'm watching this show on um, Prime Video called The Power, and these girls have this power where the electricity comes out of their like they. Or oh yeah, electricity. Yeah, and it's it, like the the scenes when they are in Saudi Arabia and like the how they're treated and the women like take over. It's like they're it's like they're Saudi Spring. Um, it yeah, it's pretty powerful between the, those two things. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, you know pretty that's cool. a, that's the thing that's going on. I, I learned about free bleeding. You know, talking about women empowerment and like the whole movement thing. What's supposed to be. Uh, uh, whole, you ever heard about free bleeding? No, free bleeding. What is yeah, that? Yeah, it's like no use of women feminine products while you're going through your menstruation process. In object, trying to like show how women have to spend so much more money on feminine products than men over the course of their lifetime, um, and they shouldn't have to. So apparently, it's a thing where women are just like you know, not. That is insane. Are they using cups or using pants? Okay, nothing. I can't. We're not going to spend all time on that. <laughs> we are not because that is 
ridiculous. Oh, that's, ludicrous. that's ludicrous. That is Yo. insane. Yo. That Yo. is so stupid. Yo. Oh my gosh. Who came up with that? Who gave it a name? It was a runner. Uh, a woman, she was getting ready to run a race Lord, and her thing came on and she didn't have time to go get anything. So she decided to run the race with it bleeding like that. And then you know, it kind of came like this movement where it's like, okay, women shouldn't have to do anything, you know, they shouldn't have to spend all this money on these products. And so it's a thing. Okay. And with that, we're going to. It's a thing. Yeah, that's, and it's, and it's done. Okay. We're done with that. That's insane. Okay. Um, mm. All right. So, <laughs> so stupid. Okay. So let's see. Now, you know that I, I think that we talked about it a few months ago, how I think it was in San Francisco, they were using robots as police. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the robots. Yeah, in New police. York, they got little police dogs, too. Yeah, and, but then in New York, in San Francisco, once they got, like, I guess once the people got wind of it, they shut that, they shut it down. Like, you're going to have robots coming? Do what? Like, no, thanks not. Thank anyway. Thank you anyway. But now there's some use of drones, right? So... There are several police departments across the country, Salem, New Hampshire, Gresham, Oregon, Laverne, Alabama. There's about 1,500 de departments across the country that are using drones. Now, mostly for search and rescue, as well as to document crime scenes and to chase <laughs> suspects. So there's, they're, they are experimenting with other uses like public safety warnings during emergencies. So it says it's a new space where regulations and safeguards appear to be lagging uh behind adoption so um, i mean yeah we're all somebody we're, now i was reading where somebody was like so now um i'm gonna get we're black people are gonna get shot by drones but hopefully it'll be like one of those things where you're what you know where you're you know where the like we talked about the ai and technology yeah. in, the, in the washrooms i said hopefully it won't see you exactly <laughs> they keep that same energy when just you like develop dispenser doesn't exactly. see me <laughs> Keep that same energy in developing this product that you did when you was developing everything else. Yeah. Okay. So listen. So the the most well known police drone program is in the, in the country is run by Chula Vista Department in Southern California. Um, they began it began as a drone as a first responder in um, 2018. So to uh, a 911 call comes in, the department routinely sends a drone first to assist or assess what kind of human police response is necessary. That's like not. It's just a fight, or not. I mean, what? I mean, like somebody's like, cats in a tree. What? I feel like this is kind of like the same thing we see with AI and everything else, where it's just mm -hmm. the next iteration of what we've already been doing. Because we already know we had like those bomb robots that police used to use, where yeah. they send the bomb robots and the disarm set off they, bombs. Do so, they probably? I'm sure they probably still use those, right? Exactly. So yeah. it's like you know, we've always been kind of using robots and AI. They just you know a little fancier now or whatever. Mm -hmm. So now we have the really good ones. That's being used. And so, um, you know, yeah, so it's hard to be interesting. So, do you think it'll turn into the, what was that movie? Uh, Minority Report? Minority I was just thinking that. I'm, I, <laughs> where we start getting arrested for crimes we haven't even committed yet. But right, that shit. Crimes you thought about. Listen, listen. But black folk already been having that happen to us. So, I mean, I, we already been living in Minority Report. Because black men were getting pulled over for crimes because we just looked threatening. Oh, because yeah, just, but I mean, you know, in Minority Report, it was the future, right? So they saw, they could see the future. and then right. Cops act like they can happened. see the future when they pull us over. Uh, yeah. Okay. And if they can't, then they put something in our car to make sure that we, you know, 
fit sprinkle, whatever. Sprinkle some crack like Dave Chappelle. Sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. So, you know, but I've been living in Minority Report. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I guess, I guess coming to assess, you know, it's like, okay. But isn't that what 911? Yeah, I mean, safety-wise, that makes or, sense. Like, if you... But I guess it would mean, like, how far away is the drone control center? Right, that's what I was thinking. The, like, how far are you? You're across yeah. town, then. Like, if you're sending the drone to assess, that means the drone should get there before the cops get there. But if the drone controls is only close by, that means the cops still got to get there and then send the drone up to assess the situation after you. I mean, I don't know. folks are always looking for a way to spend money. So, you know. Yeah, they have a lot of money, it seems, too. Yeah, it seems like you would. Let's not spend it on homeless people or, yeah, like, you know, drones, um, tanks, little military yeah, armor, police tanks, yeah. armor cars. and Yeah. You no, know, don't worry about it. Um, well, civil Shitty liberty road. advocates are less enchanted. In a report published um, last Thursday, the ACLU, um, the senior policy analyst, Jay Stanley, worries that these kind of drone programs may normalize usage and usher in an era of pervasive, suspicionless mass aerial surveillance. Um, he notes far more in- invasive turns of, that police drone usage could take, including warrantless surveillance of, of specific people, crime hotspots, or even whole neighborhoods or cities. What so. that sounds like exactly what happens to black people. Like, I don't Yeah, like, I know. I'm like, it's just not already a yeah, thing. You know, it's funny, you know, it's cool when it happens to them. It's a problem when it's happening to us. Because yeah. black folks, there was literally a story on last week where the couple were in um where were they? They're in another city and uh-huh. for an AU tournament, and they got pulled over by the cops because they ran, they were just running plates as people drove by them, okay. and they input the wrong number of the person's plate. So they thought that person had warrants, and a whole family full of black folks got pulled over, guns drawn on them, pulled out of the car because oh cops gosh. were just running plates. They've been doing this, but it's a problem when they start doing it to other people. Yeah, black folks have been having their neighborhood surveilled for no reason. Yeah, you know, I've been called hot spots. Nah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so that's what he says. It's, it's another. He said he's, he wonders if the usage won't just become another war a weapon in the war on drugs and in the over policing and targeting of black people, low income and other and uh, vulnerable communities. So war on drugs. When are we going to admit that we lost the war? Like yeah. we've been having this war on drugs since the '80s, and the drugs still here. We lost. We should just like you know legalize everything and give it some regulation. Legal- yeah. Well. Okay. That's- yeah. Because I think there's some of the stuff you think like. It's not coming in on in cars, so it's coming in through ports. So why can't they just legalize this shit? Yo, I'm just saying, like legalization will cut out so much. But then you know, you got to deal with uh, folks trying to not make it legal. I guess the because once you legalize cocaine, you legalize, uh, you further legalize, further legalize marijuana. You know, there's a lot of cartels and stuff that's gonna be upset because their pockets gonna get hit. But you can now regulate the shit. You can actually make sure that they are, you know, certain levels of strength and certain level of, you know, pureness. To it. And <laughs> both, hey, man, it's like alcohol. Everyone thought alcohol was the worst thing in the world. Legalize alcohol. Now we can, you know, have a little bit more control over what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you're not out here having, uh, you know, moonshine, uh, you know, bandits anymore running through the mountains in North Carolina or whatever. <laughs> I bet that was some good stuff. Hey, um, I'm sure it was. Okay, all right. So, what? What? I know that you have a, a story that finally um, has come to has. There's a settlement. 
Yes, 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 yes. In in all things fair and just, we finally have a settlement with Henrietta Lacks. For those who don't know who Henrietta Lacks is, which is like, you know, I'd have to say impossible. But Henrietta Lacks is a was a black mother of five. And in 1951, uh, she went to John Hopkins Hospital for treatment. And while they were not able to save her life, they took a sample of her cells without asking her. They were like, you know what? Mm, let, me, eh, let me get that. And so they took a sample of her cells. And in taking a sample of her cells, um, her cells were able to reproduce themselves inside of a laboratory like no other human cells have ever been able to do before. And because of that, because of Henrietta Lex, this black woman, they were able to develop vaccines for polio, coronavirus. They were able to develop hella treatments for cancer, Parkinson's disease, even down to the flu. Basically, Henrietta Lacks is the godmother of pharmaceuticals. Because of her cells, pharmaceuticals exist in the way they do today. And they never got permission to do so. And they never, ever, 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 ever paid her family any sort of uh, royalties for mm -hmm. the usage of her cells. Um, nothing. And her family sued. And what I did not know until a couple of weeks ago was the company that was behind all of this because that was never known. That was never really public knowledge which companies stole her cells. It was just known that they were stolen. Was Thermo Fisher, one of the biggest pharma companies in the world. Right. And it makes so much sense now. And so Thermo Fisher had to cut. But how did they off. get them? Because I mean, she was in the hospital. Was it the labs or something? I mean, it had to be from the labs. Okay. It had to be. You know, they probably were funding some of the research labs at John Hopkins, which gave mm -hmm. them the rights to the, uh, you know, the cells or whatnot. And so yeah, so they had to cut. The, they had to cut the Lax family a check, and you know, it was a nice little check because it an undisclosed amount. Oh yeah, those undisclosed amounts. Mm. You know, it feels very Colin Kaepernick NFL-ish, you know? <laughs> it's like, here's a check, and please don't speak about this ever again. And it had right. to be a check big enough to make Colin Kaepernick be like, all right, cool, I'm speaking on it. And Henry the Lex family has been like, all right, cool, we ain't speaking on it, right? Because yeah, so many have, zeros that they had to turn check so around. So many zeros. <laughs> so, because you got to think, you got to think, yo, this is 1951. This was, what, 80 years ago for a sort. 80 years, 80 the years. pharmaceutical industry have been oh making billions and trillions off of her sales. Yo, that check was heavy. That was now, do her, heavy do check. any of her descendants have this? Do their cells have the same superpowers that hers did? I don't know. That would be interesting to find out. Though. Yeah, that would be interesting to see if, if that's just her or. And see, that seems that's how they could have been like, look, we want to do some research. Like, we found that. You know that Henry yeah. had these supercells, and we want to see if you guys do too, or like follow the the family. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, yeah, that would be like they the super made family, inclu exactly. yeah, inclusive or. But the arrogance something. of Thermo Fisher is apparently that uh, the cell line that they use, they dubbed the cell line Hela, basically Henrietta Lacks. Like yeah. they, they are so arrogant. They, they put it right out there. We're gonna put it right out there, yeah. and we still ain't gonna pay you nothing for it, and we're gonna expect you to love it. That you're not gonna get paid nothing. For this they're Until like now. we they didn't give it like a a letters or numbers no, just called or... it hela <laughs> i was like hela just call it hela it's fine it's fine we good, they, we good. lazy lazy we good and just that's obvious, lazy you know, they're not even getting hot in it in, in plain sight plain right? sight they didn't care and that's obvious that they didn't have 
you know, diversity around any board anywhere in their whole organization for a very long time. Because, I mean, when they brought the idea to use herself, no one said, let's get the family permission. Yeah. No one, no one was like, maybe we should pay the family. Them yeah, generation was, after 50, generation so yeah. of employees, even afterwards, mm-hmm. even the, oh, the yeah, lead, oh, yeah, the leaders of the labs. Oh, but see, the 60s, afterwards, 70s, it's 80s, like, like, it was like, ah, no, it's like, ooh, if we say anything, you know, let's let's yeah, let's just keep it the way it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, ain't, nobody's making that big a fuss about it. Let's just, yeah, only, only a certain amount of educated persons even know who Henrietta Lacks is, right? So it's not like it really matters. I don't think I would have known if it wasn't for the movie. Just like that, and you work yeah. in pharma. You work yeah. in pharma. It's like that. Mm-hmm. There's plenty. Let me tell you. Before that movie came out, there are, I would probably say, sixty percent of persons in pharma had no idea who Henrietta Lacks was. Right. Right. And now we realize that she is basically the godmother of everything that we have today. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is definitely attributed to the movements in the last few years of persons wanting to see more diversity. And wanted things to be equitable. And the mm-hmm. family was finally like tired of just, you know, being quiet about it. And was like, nah, run me some checks. Right. Run me some ducats. You out here being Thermo Fisher. You out here making trillions of dollars. You out here therm- thermoing. You out here thermoing. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Off of my grandmama. You know what right. I mean? Like, my grandmama's making you trillions. Your family legacies are set up for generations, generations. And my family out here living check to check. Nah, nah run us our mm-hmm. ducats. Run them down. Oh, and I hope that the family or collective, whomever's getting the money, that they that they invest wisely and that they don't spend it all on hookers and blow. I hope that they <laughs> somehow find a way to own herself. Yeah, foundationers. Yeah. And then they gotta they charge in royalties to everybody yeah. in the farm industry who's using herself. Brad, I would if I if they, they could have couple, money coming forever. I mean, Brad, they got that, a couple that is gener- that's generation that's generational wealth. I would invest a strong hundred million dollars in in a legal team to mm-hmm. figure out how to make sure that we own our grandmother's cells. Yeah. Because I'm sure they got is that not part of it, or we don't know. I don't know. know. They don't do that. Everything's under yeah. So I would definitely if it wasn't, I would definitely invest I saw what's in his name team. there? Ben, um, what's his name? The the super attorney that's everywhere now. He was Trayvon Martin's Crump? parents. Yeah. Benjamin yeah. Crump. I saw he was there with the family. Oh, you know Ben Crump. You know money was. He's involved. everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere, man. Not only was money was involved, but things got done. Cause see, like there's other turns where you know, like they around, like you know, it's like I, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. But Ben Crump, he gets stuff. He makes stuff happen. Yeah, he does seem to to make things happen. He make things happen. But I'm just hoping that they're smart about it and they like you know, cause it's like in the music industry, you want to own your masters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the money's at. Like mm-hmm. owning your masters. So I hope they own the masters their grandmother sells. Speaking of owning masters, I know I know you only have um you only have black people ears. Uh <laughs> I listen, there are there are a certain group of non-melanated individuals who are on my playlist, like very heavy. I love country music. I, I love country music. My, I was my, I rewatched the country music um documentary last week. Listen, I will Ken go, Burn. I will go to a country concert. My wife will be like, yo, what what are you doing? I'm she's like, You're gonna be the only one there. I'm like, I know, but these my people. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, mm-hmm. when, when you know, when Travis Tread is up there, when when any of my boys, when when they up there, these Darius Rucker is up there, these these are my guys. These are my yeah, guys. I, I need to be up here. 
and I need to be singing, you know. Well, I was saying that because of Taylor Swift, which is technically, I guess, she was country. She was, wasn't she? At one point in time, years ago. It's a weird country. It's like a Shania Twain country. But Shania still felt country, though. Taylor don't even feel country no more. No, she didn't initially. Well, now, yeah, it's just straight pop. But, yeah, it's just straight pop. But you know how they, you know how her stuff was, her masters were stolen from her and sold, or not stolen, but they got sold. She wanted them, they got sold, so she's remastered, she redid all of her albums. Damn. And had little nuances. To change so they would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she she's remastered smart. everything. Yeah, yeah, she did. Now, and, and, and I love the radio stations, like iHeart, which is a conglomerate, had agreed to only Play, play her new versions. Yeah, she's wonderful. I would. Or her people her, smart. Yeah. Well, no, I think she's smart. No, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I don't know. I've never even. Smart. Like, she's I've smart, never even smart listened people. to Taylor Swift yeah. talk, so I don't know. Um, like Taylor Swift is on my playlist, though. Our okay. song, like our song, is a sunscreen door. That song, yeah. That's my shit. I love that fucking song. Yeah, I would have went to go see her, but I was not trying to make life choices to go see Taylor Swift, like uh, my mortgage or. I'll make lifestyle shows go see like Rihanna, Beyonce, Janet Jackson. But what did you, okay, so tell everybody what you did about uh Beyonce. Oh, what do you mean? Like I bought Beyonce tickets immediately when they came on sale months and months so in January, whenever the fuck they was. Mm-hmm. So um and you know, got the VIP. So when I go to concerts, when my wife and I go to concerts, we only go where it's worth it. So we'll sit up front. We'll mm-hmm. get like really nice seats or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we got a whole VIP package or whatever. And then how much was that VIP package? Uh VIP package. How much was that VIP probably package? Probably about like twenty eight hundred dollars. It wasn't that bad at all. It was okay. like twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, ah, I wonder what the return on investment would be on these tickets. And so that was the VIP. So so just to just so just for the, so everybody can visualize this. The VIP is like there's a stage. Yeah. So right a stage. in the left, there's the VIP, like a little right. There's actually several different VIPs when you go to okay. a Beyonce concert. We had okay, I'm sorry, enlighten us. <laughs> yeah. So we had the um the alien VIP package, which is kind of we're in an elevated right, area. Right, right. Where yeah, we kind of like are right mm-hmm. near the stage and we have mm-hmm. our own bathrooms, our own food area, everything is in that wow. little space right there. Wow, right? wow, and wow. So we did that. And we we're like, wonder what the turn of investment would be. And so I was like, all right, cool. Let me resell my tickets. And you know, resell them basically made like 200% on my tickets or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's called, that's what, that's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Beyonce bump. <laughs> that's the Beyonce bump. I'm trying to tell you. Beyonce, trying to tell you. Everywhere between her and Taylor Swift, they are like, they're like <laughs> revitalizing <laughs> the country. I it's mean, like, oh, they're okay. pouring, money is getting poured into places. Anywhere they go, you just see. People like, are literally making life choices. You saw one, there was one girl on, um at the last concert she just did, she pulled up a sign saying. Uh, DC, because re- my girlfriend went to DC. Yeah, it, it might have been. She was like, I requested time Saturday. off. I requested time off. They didn't let me. So I went and they, and I got fired or whatever. Beyonce. Beyonce got everybody hyped up off that Renaissance album. You know what I'm saying? And folks was like, I'm out. She she lost her job. She lost her job to go see Beyonce. Lost, and now what? She's gonna be living in, in a shoe. I hope she get internet famous. Hopefully, hopefully they'll start. Did she start a GoFundMe? I hope so. I don't know. I just that saw the is. sign up there. But you know, his, Beyonce's like children stay in school. <laughs> stay she, in school. She be looking Come out for her now. people though, because that same concert was it uh, the Metro or whatever? Because the concert started later. The metro is going to be shut down, so Beyonce's team paid an extra hundred thousand dollars to the city metro, so they can keep the metro running 
for an extra hour yeah, so her people can get home. Yeah, because I, I did hear that she's notoriously late. She doesn't have an opener. So I think she started in D.C. at like 930. Yeah, but it was because it's supposed to be because of the weather that she started later. Oh, OK. But was yeah, she paid bad? for Yeah, she see how you, no, you, no, you call the city. You'd be like, yo, hey, hey, keep them buses running. Keep them, hey, keep she's the like fucking Malcolm buses X. running. She's no, like I'm Malcolm X. She's like, she, yeah, she's like Malcolm X going to, going to save brother, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Whatever his name is. Oh, uh, yeah, when he was in jail. Right. Yeah, he had all the yeah, people yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo. Beyonce, Beyonce makes a call and she, yeah, she just. It's done. It's done. Nah, y'all don't worry about getting home. I got So were you, outside. are you sad that you didn't go? No, nah, I mean, I, I am of the belief that, uh, you know, I'm still going to go. Just gonna okay. get better. I'm just gonna get better. Seats. She's done. No, I mean, but our concert is this week. Oh, you're gonna go. Oh, yeah, because I heard from um a friend that the night before Ticketmaster opens up, um they open up seats like and they sell them at face value. Yeah, they want they want before. everything, they want everything packed out. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, so you're still gonna go. You're, you'll right. probably get good seats. I mean, she's coming to Atlanta like three days, um, and there's some good. They look like there's some good seats. I just, I, I just can't. I don't know if I can be around all those people. That's just a lot of people. I need, I need a VIP area with my own food and my own. That's what I do. Bathroom, right, but so. I am not trying to pay. Mm-mm. It's like my wife, like she wasn't too excited about the Renaissance album. Mm-hmm. So this like, tour, that's probably one of my favorite albums. This tour isn't like big, but if like the next world tour where it's like mm-hmm. her and Jay, and it's like everything they hold compilation album. Yeah, yeah. Shit, my man. my sister had that that one. The it. um, what was that? What was that tour called? Yeah, on the run. On tour. the run tour. She yeah. said there was because you're getting two concerts. You know, two concerts. Well, the next, one. the next on the run tour. I might we might go to several countries to see it multiple times. Well, yeah. remember. Um, remember when I don't know what that what the album was, but I was pregnant with Ariel. But show show me what you got was on that album, and uh, he was doing a hanger concerts yeah. at hangers, and I was trying to get to the hangar at Atlanta Hartsville Jackson Airport. I was <laughs> I think I was like nine months pregnant, and I and it was and it was really cold. It was February, it was freezing. I was like, I want to go to that concert, and a, a friend of mine could have got me tickets. He's like, Trish, you should not be out there. Did you know throwing up the rock? (laughs) Did you know that there's going to be a now private VIP terminal at Hartsfield? You told me that, Shane. Yeah, they just made it official. TSA screening, drinks, food, shower, spa, day beds. It's officially opening on September 6th. Oh, you told told me about it. You did. I couldn't find anything. I told you, like, listen, I be knowing what the streets be saying. You know what I'm saying? The streets told me. This was happening now. It's a, so it's, it's a private terminal. Yep, it's called. It's going to be the private luxury terminal opening in September sixth. Um, it was formerly known as uh, the private suite. Uh, you know, they operated out of Los Angeles, and now they are opening their official area in Atlanta, September sixth. And so, how do you? All right. So, how does one? Get hey, if you got to ask that question, that means you can't get to that area. I know, I mean, right? That I ain't know. for you. If you got to ask it that question, that okay. means it ain't for you. Okay. It ain't for you. Like, um, like the family that were on that, they were traveling on Emirates, and they had a suitcase. Um, let's say it was, um, 
um, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Say, you know, okay. And they had a, uh, I think a Birkin sitting on top of it. Now the Birkin alone was, I think six figures. Mm-hmm. Over a hundred thousand dollars. Easy. But then in the bag alone, but then inside was like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry. And they were just talking, I guess, chit-chatting, waiting to, to board. And um, somebody somebody took off with it. They didn't even notice until they were like, oh, let me go get one. And it was gone. So Where were they? I don't, you know what? I don't remember, but they were flying Emirates. Um, that feels very Atlanta-like. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think I want to say it was another country, but I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I was walking through Atlanta. Somebody stole my phone out my bag. Where's your bag? On my back. On in your back pocket? No, on my back. I had my book bag, and, and they had went in. one of my cell phones. No, I carry like three cell phones, and I had one of these phones in the bag. And then when I got set down to the terminal area, look, phone gone. I was like, God damn, all right. Applaud to you. Good job, Atlanta. Good job. Wow. Um, so and I don't know where it was, but I'm thinking now I know Emirates, like their first class is off. Oh, first of all, they have what they have a lounge, they have a lounge in there, they have showers, the beds, I mean, the chairs bed, lay yeah, back. Yeah, right. My and you God. have a little clothes, yeah, you're just totally closed in your own little personal iPad. I need to find stuff. out how many Emirates babies are running around in this world. It's so funny. They make it very. They make it so easy to be in the Mahal Club. It's like Bruh, who cares? I'm just saying, like they gotta cares? be. A, I need to know the Emirates babies the out there. Huge. I mean, Where are the Emirates yeah. babies at? Goodness yeah. gracious! But so I'm sure that costs a mint because I was at first I was like, if you have that much money, if you're carrying, if you have a hundred thousand dollar purse, then why aren't you flying pi- private? Well, you know, at Emirates, it's it's basically feels like private. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it you know it does. It, so. You you sit in first class in Emirates. You are, you yeah. you don't even know what the common life is in the back. You know that is like, in, back in steerage. Where, where where is all what what are those people doing back there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> it's like when John Travolta's child uh, flew commercial the first time. She was like, "Who are all these people on Daddy's plane?" Right, that's so funny. That that's why my. I love that story. Like, Who are oh, all these people on Daddy? Right, because Daddy, because they had a, they had a, had a hangar John, yeah, at their John house. flies his own plane. What is 747? The one time he had to make his family had a fly commercial, the daughter was in shock. She didn't know what Who was going on. These people Who, are on all, Who are all of these commoners on this fucking plane? <laughs> <laughs> How do all these motherfucking people Who get on motherfucking Who are these people? I don't know them, mama. I don't know these people. Snakes on the plane. I don't know that man. Kiki Shepard. Now just, right. I don't know that man. Who oh, my gosh. Here? Yeah, so, you know. I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll know somebody who knows somebody, and you'll be in the VIP area next time. You oh, I hope so. I don't think I know anybody. I need to get you out know. more. Stop it. You know, you're, I know people, but she's lying. They're not she trying know to know everybody. They're not trying to put me on. They're, she know I, everybody. Maybe I need to. She know see, everybody. She's I, gonna I just, be in the VIP area. I just next time she flies. <laughs> I just want to be put on. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to come around <laughs> you to get put on. Just put me on. Just Listen, think of me. It's done. One of your people me. right now. They just put your name on the list. They're like, oh, okay. All right. That's like um that thing. What's it the when you check in and you to go through the thing where it just sees you in the air, or the ether? Uh are you talking about like clear or not clear? The other thing where where they don't remember they have it in Detroit where you just literally, literally walk into the terminal and it knows you're there and I can't remember oh. what it's called. It's like the way it's like TSA, but it's even 
you don't even really have to go. You just really walk through because it, it, it knows who you are. Some crap. That's dope. I never get it. Jay, all, when I book his flights, he always gets it. Delta it's has like, one too now. It's like, do, that's what I'm talking Like, do you want so and so? Whatever it's called. I can't remember. Somebody help me. But, um, and I'll, I opt in for him. I'm like, Jay, you don't have to. So, you like, with clear, you know, if you have clear and pre check, you go on, you get the clear, then they do that. They don't even do that much. They don't even do that. It just knows. Uh, yeah. Delta's who you are. called, I forgot the name of it, What's but it yeah, called? Delta Digital ID. Yes, 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 yes. You don't, that's it. It has your stuff stored. Yeah. You just walk right through. When I was, last time I went out flying, I got Delta Digital ID. I didn't even know what it was. I just looked at my ticket. I was like, oh, uh-huh. on my phone. I was like, oh, what is this? And then Delta lady was like, nah, you don't come through here, dude. You just go right over there. I'm like, over here? She's like, yeah, just walk right in. And you just walk right through. Just walk right through. I wonder if it has to do with the fact that you have like global entry or TSA clint or TSA. Jay has Jay has TSA. Yeah, I have TSA. Pre-check. Too. I don't have I don't have you know what? I messed up when when I left the country, I should have signed up for it because I could have got yeah did the did the application process when you come back in, it's so much quicker than standing at line standing in line at um Yeah, you gotta get global customs. entry. Right, but now I've got to go to another country to even get an appointment. I mean, not yep. another country, another city. Oh, me too. Like how you did. You had to go to D.C., Houston. didn't you? Oh. oh, my wife had to go to Virginia. And, and you went to Houston? Mine was in Houston, yeah. And you went? But I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Because oh. if I waited to try to go to North Carolina, I would have to wait years. Well, the, the years. Ba- I because pay, I paid for it, right? I've paid the whole application fee. Yeah, me too. Everything I'm just was waiting for things. But I guess it would be easy for me to leave the country. And just come back in state. to do it. No, nah, you take a you take a quick little hop flight to another state. I don't want to go. I don't want to get. I hate flying. I don't want to go and get on a flight. Fly yet. all the time. No, I don't. I don't think oh so. Oh my! God. I don't like it. Yo, your frequent flyer miles is probably through the roof. No way. You are definitely are you Delta Platinum. You are definitely are you, Delta no Platinum. No way. Are you my publicist? You are definitely Delta Platinum. <laughs> You're my hype man. You're my flight. <laughs> are you my flavor flame? <laughs> Like, are you on the payroll? Are you for my plane? You jet set to Chicago. No, for that's a not pizza. me. That's not me. That's my. That's my. That's my sister Gina. She. Well, she is. And out. your mom. She's, your mom be flying a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. But um, she's diamond medallion because you know for work. But then she had to. She wasn't traveling as much after COVID, so she had like last year. <laughs> she had to take all these flights to maintain her status. She went to Dubai. She went to Palm Springs. She didn't get out. She just got to the airport. Like it was just, like, came off, and came right back. That's hilarious. Yeah, because like, well, it was, like, it was the end of the year, and they were like, yeah. I was like, you went to, I was like, you went to Dubai. That wasn't enough. She was like, nope, it wasn't enough. She had to go. She was like, where can I go? They're like Palm Springs. She went to Palm Springs, got there, got off the plane, and got right back on another one and came back. That is funny. <laughs> to maintain that's her status. But that's stuff serious because she, I mean, she calls. When she calls um, Delta, she's like EF Hutton. Like, I call. They're like, put you in the queue for 30 minutes or whatever. Maybe they call you back. Nah, you, calls. You, get the, you get the five-minute queue. You don't get the 30-minute queue like everybody else. Your queue yeah, is five minutes. It's, 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 it can be a quick queue. But hers is like, hello, Miss Dempsey. How are you? <laughs> they know her personally. They know, like, they know it's her, right? They she know got her own her. personal concierge over at Delta well, waiting for her. I remember a friend of mine, He was his daughter was traveling alone. And something was wrong with the flights. It was co- you know, during COVID where you could not get through. It was six yeah. hours. He held for six hours. Shit. And they never and they never picked up. And then, you know, you just put the phone down. I did that once, too, where I put the phone down and they just eventually hung up or disconnected. So he was like, couldn't get through. And he called Gina and Gina called, got right through, got it taken care of. 
So, yep, yep, yep. So, anyway, all right, what else? Nothing, man, you know, about that time. But big shout out to all the black folk down there in uh, Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama. Now, I'm saying we'll end, we'll end today with that great little story this weekend. Uh, apparently there was, uh, you know, everyone was out on the river enjoying the water life and there was a party boat getting ready to dock, but there was a pontoon boat there that was having their own little party in the docking space. And the black security guard at the dock was trying to get the pontoon boat to move out the way. The pontoon uh, persons decided they did not want that. And they were feeling quite disrespected that the dock security guard would even ask them to move. And therefore these uh, inebriated uh, riders of this pontoon boat decided passengers. to take, you know, passengers decided to take it upon themselves to jump off their pontoon boat onto the dock and go fight this lowly black dock worker. And yes, okay. everyone on the pontoon boat was white. And therefore, but I'm sure the heat played a part in that. You did not. You can watch the no, video. No, not him. The heat. Oh, the heat. People oh, are not people thinking. They're not, yeah, they're not thinking oh, properly. Yeah, well, anyway, alcohol, so that, I mean, that's a, Bad combination. That you was a bad idea. Water. Yeah. Because all the black folks that were standing around at that moment decided that, that was not going to happen. They were not just going to stand around and watch this one security guard get his ass beat by four or five drunk white guys. And so then black folks started coming out of everywhere. I'm talking everywhere. There was one dude who jumped off the party boat and swam to the dock <laughs> to help fight. He jumped in. Like, he jumped in what and stroke he, did he do? Listen, he breaststroke. He 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 did away with so many stereotypes. One black folks in United. One black folks can't swim. He he did it because he oh and, and it wasn't a struggle. It was it was like oh he had training. He knows how to swim. He was he was his strokes were steady. They so weren't funny. like he was going and he got up there whoop, up on the dock and still fighting. had enough energy. Still had enough energy to fight afterwards. There was oh an older God. man sitting there fighting somebody with a chair. He's oh beating one of the dudes gosh. in the head with a chair. The black women came out there to grab up on the white women because oh the white women gosh. were even beating why on the security guard. Like, literally, they were just beating the security guard's ass for trying to get them to, to move out the way. They just want them to move. And they just, anyway, so that was a uh, little you know, Montgomery, Alabama is in a, in a very state of a uh, divide. Oh this my morning. gosh, that's sad. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, we we have one more thing because <laughs> I guess we have to talk about something work related, right? Zoom is making its staff return to the office. Oh yes, now isn't that crazy that what? Zoom? One, why does Zoom even have an office? Is my question. Why does right Zoom, use Zoom people use your why own does stuff? Zoom even have an office where they got to send people to come back to? I'd have been like, bro. We that 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 doesn't make any sense. Right, Zoom's not even you practicing what they preach, you know. That's like that's like Trojan condoms endorsing Plan B. Like what? <laughs> like why are you? Why why? Don't just use Trojan. Use She's Plan not, B as well. Like, exactly. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Zoom should not have an office. Yeah, it says they're calling it a structured hybrid approach, mm -mm. meaning that employees mm -mm. that li live near an office need to be on site two days a week. Those two days better be the most popping ass two days you have me in the office. They you better have because it's most, most effective for for the video conferencing service. What? Nah, homie. As a company, we are in a better position to use our own technologies, continue to innovate, and support our global customers. We'll continue to leverage the entire Zoom platform to keep our employees and dispersed teams connected and working efficiently. The company said. Somebody said, pointing aside the irony, Zoom isn't in. Excluded from the return to office trend at sweeping tech companies. 
In most recent months, Google, Amazon, and Salesforce have enacted similar policies, ending COVID era, ending the uh, COVID era approach that gave employees more freedom to work from home. I will never so. understand why they want people back in the office. Yeah. It says that companies have, have faced some pushback from employees after, yeah, they, they grew. I mean, you think? Like, hello, you've been doing it for two years that you've proven you can do your job well from home. Why do you need to be in? Because when the next pandemic comes, you're just going to be at home again. Yeah, that's not, it's, that's not going to sit well. It's going to, we're going to, they're going to see a massive, you know, another massive amount of re resignations due to people just going to companies that allow them to work from home. Because, you know, I don't, I'm not working for Zoom. And then I got to tell my friends I got to go in the office. Exactly. What kind of shit is that? that is, like, what? That's not even good mouth of word of mouth. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. What? That makes, yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. No sense. Hey, I don't see our thing, Shane. We're supposed to have our ticker banner. Oh, no. Um, no. There, there it, is. it is. Sorry. There you go. All right. So. Oh, we fancy right here. At the yeah, end. look that at works. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the end. Right at the end. We got our subscribe um, on YouTube and Spotify. So, um, okay. In our accountability corner, my, my sister, Sonia, is in it because they were driving home from New Haven. They took their daughter to school. And she, I was like, what is that noise in the background? She's like, oh, Bill's listening to a podcast. I said, it better be mine. <laughs> And it It'd be your own people. It It'd wasn't. Be your own people. They were listening. He was listening to something else. So they put ours on. So she's like, "Um, where do I find it?" I was like, "Uh, you're Everywhere. fired." Then she's, "Yeah, where? To tell her. Tell her. Tell tell my Hello. sister Tony where to find us." Tony, you can okay. go find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify. You can find us on uh, IG. You can find us on. We may even see us on LinkedIn. You know, yeah, there, there is nowhere where you may be that we are not there. And if you are, if you are to the point where you don't even want to type in our names, you can just talk to Alexa. Talk to Alexa. She has one because I bought Alexa know where in we her at. kitchen. Alexa know yes. where we at. She can find us. Yeah. And you, yeah. And she doesn't have Spotify because I was like, you need to like and subscribe. She said, how do I do that? I was like, you do have to log into spot. I don't have Spotify. Is it free? Yes, it's free. Go get Spotify, create an account. And become a subscriber and then like it. That way you'll get notifications. Subscribe so. to us on YouTube as well, you know? I'm yeah. And then, or if you can't do, do any of that, type in twoliverecruiters.com every Boom, Go to episode. the website. We got our own website. And buy a t-shirt while you're there. Man, just go see it. Right? We trying, <laughs> yo, we, we trying to do this forever. Like, I don't want, yeah. we ain't trying to work for nobody no more. Right. We're trying we trying to work for y'all. We're, yeah, we're working for the people. <laughs> That's why we're working for the people. <laughs> So funny. All right. Well, that's it then. That's and look, it. we're at 46, 46 minutes. Look at us yeah. getting all efficient all shit. Efficient. All right. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, Shane. Adios. All right. I can't, I can't stop it. Just get right there. <laughs>